This is Such Fun, a podcast devoted to the discussion, education, and celebration of all things fisting. Whether you're a curious newbie or an elbow deep connoisseur, this podcast is for you. I'm artist Big Buck Geek, and I'm blogger Jasmine Taz. Let's get to it. Let's have such fun. This episode is all about fisting tops. Yeah, and so we decided to get with the best of them. We have Emmett Frost, the lovely 100% top, and Whole Roker FF, the other lovely 100% top in the world. Perhaps the two most famous Twitter tops, in my humble opinion. Yeah, people who are exclusively fisting tops. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much for having us. Uh, it's more than a pleasure. How about we start with a bit of just general information? Uh, I want to hear from you both about your history, what got you into fisting in the first place, who you are, perhaps who you are as an online personality and who you are in, in terms of fisting and anything else you desperately have to share within the first five minutes of this uh, episode. So let's start with Whole Wrecker, please take it away. Well, I am Whole Wrecker FF. I have been fisting since I'd say maybe October 2019, so not all that long, uh, fairly new to it. Uh, got into it because uh, of a random grinder hookup. Somebody messaged me and said, hey, I'm a fist bottom. Do you want to fist me? And I'd never thought of it before. And he sent me a picture of his rosebud, and I'd never seen a rosebud before. And I asked what he had put up his butt, <laughs> and I asked if it was some kind of supersized red walnut. <laughs> And he, and, and you he, into food play? <laughs> and he uh, did not delete my profile uh, when I asked that. And I was like, "Look, I've never done this before." I had told him that I vaguely understood it might or might not involve Crisco, <laughs> but he'd have to like kind of walk me through it and teach me. Uh, and he agreed to it. I think we scheduled something maybe like two days ahead. And I decided to, for the first time, to watch some fisting porn. And Hunger FF was the first person to come up. Oh, huh. and it was probably on Xtube or something. And I saw that prolapse and I, saw, I said, ah, this cannot possibly be what it's going to be like. So I stopped watching the porn. And I went online and I just found some blog that kind of described how to fist for the first time. And so I just read about it. And I just figured the best approach was just to be patient. Um, and so I went over and played with this guy and got in pretty quickly. I've got really small hands. Turns out they're very collapsible hands. And... Cannot relate. <laughs> big, big top pains. And I was... I saw my first asgasm. And that boy was not in the room. Like, he was on another planet. It was such bliss for him. And that I could do that to somebody really turned me on um, and really excited me because I'd never done that to anybody before. And I was hooked and have just been fisting butts ever since then. Emmett, how about you? Beautiful. Um, my first experience fisting, it was because I did chair massage at this nutritional store in West Hollywood. And I worked on this guy. This guy was just like this 250 pound, six foot three muscle daddy. And after the massage, he's like, he's all like, oh, you have really good, big, strong hands. And, I, and like, you know, me, I'm kind of dumb. So I'm like, thank you. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I should come over a little later. You know, just make sure that you like trim and file your nails down first. So I'm thinking he was able to feel my nails as I was working on his shoulders. So I do that and he sends me a text and he's like, okay, he's like, I'm ready to come over. So he comes over and he gets on my massage table on all fours, just his ass sticking out at me. And he's like, <sighs> he's like, put your hand in. And I'm like, huh? And he's like, put your hand in. And he's like, he's like, the moment that your wrist will get inside, the, my hole will just tell you where to go. So no fucking lie. It was like the moment I was in his wrist I was almost to my elbow. Wow. Fuck. Just, I, I fell in 
to his hole and I was just like there was so, so there was something so hot about it and like one of my friends who actually lives a block away from me he's told me he was like you were the only guy that when you were fisting me your eyes are rolling in the back of your head he's like wow. I am not sure what this is doing to you or doing for you and he was like but your eyes are rolling like like in the back of your head I guess I'll reveal it now because like I've joked many times that no one needs to know who the bottom is that made me come in my pants just from fisting him because <laughs> bottoms don't need to know who their chosen one is and it's the and it's the guy that lives a block away from me <laughs> I was I was fisting him one time with my husband and we're going back and forth and I'm just like fisting him and fisting him and I just start shooting all in my jeans my jeans were still fucking on like most of the time when I go to fist him I don't even undress like I fisted him for two years before he ever even saw my dick. Wow. I just like go there, punch him out and then like edge him and I'll milk him. And then that's it. But yeah. I really enjoy fisting butts like a lot. It, I, it, I, <laughs> Evidently. this is a safe space for you. Yeah. I'm not sure if people knew that about me. Do you normally fist in your clothes? Um, most of the time I don't undress when I'm fisting unless I know that I'm going to just fuck them also directly afterwards. Mm. Hole Wrecker, I think I've always seen you like fully butt naked all the time for your fisting. Yeah. Hole Wrecker never puts clothes on ever, do you? Not, not do really. You? I was at a fist gathering last Friday and I was there, I think the weekend before that too. And I'm like the only person who's not in anything. I just don't, I don't wear a harness. I don't wear, I don't wear anything. I just like to be totally exposed. It's actually like something I've had guys, especially bottoms, tell me about my videos. They're like, they're like, I know it's silly, but it's one of the hottest things that you're not undressed when you're fisting guys because it just shows that that's all you care about is putting your hand in their hole. <laughs> that's very true. They're like, I picture you just like going to like some guy's house and not even caring about undressing. You're just like, I don't care if J. Lube fucking gets on my pants. Like, I need booty now. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like that. I love that, though. I love, I love like, walking away from a session. It's like, well, it's all over my jeans. Oh. <laughs> it was really bad when I lived in Palm Springs because there were times where I'd be at the gym the next day with all, like, the J. Lube crusties. The strings, yeah. Like, like all on my arms. And, <laughs> and, like, guys would come up to me at the gym and then they're like, Okay, but why are the J. Lube crusties all on the elbow? Who were you playing with last night? <laughs> oh, Speaking of, you know, not bothering to take your clothes off and being in absolute service to the bottom, or dare I say it, the hole, I want to explore this idea of being a service top. Can you perhaps both give us or give our audience a, uh, a good definition for what is a service top? For me, a service top is when your priority is the bottom getting pleasure like over yours and like i said that's much more my mindset with fisting than it is with fucking with fucking mm -hmm. i'm there because i want to come you're taking something perhaps yeah yes i i am moving their hand away from their dick every single time because i don't want them to <laughs> it, it annoys the living hell out of me because like most of them are like well I've come so I can't get fucked anymore. And uh, so now I have, yeah. So, yeah, so, so now I have trust issues. So it's like, no, you're not even allowed to touch your dick until like my balls are tightening up and it's like, I'm at the point of no return. Yeah. But. <laughs> Sounds like a struggle. Sounds like a, like a, a fight. When, but when I'm fisting, it's much more about what I'm making the other guy feel. Like I want to make him projectile piss like absolutely everywhere yeah. i want to give him like full body orgasms like over like i want him to have to tap out i want him to be like okay yeah i can't do this anymore I'm, oh my god my hole's wrecked I'm, I'm, I'm sorry i'm completely exhausted that's like my seventh body orgasm i'm good i'm good like i I want to walk out hearing the Final Fantasy Victory theme song in my head. <laughs> <laughs> like, after I've finished, like, like fisting them and, like, like I want to get that, oh, my God, thank you text before I get home. 
Yeah, nice. that's hot. Hall Record, do you have something to add to that very loose definition? Pat? I think that sums it up pretty well for me too. I know when I go over and fist, like I want to give this boy the time of his life. And, you know, I want everybody I fist to go to Mars or, or maybe the better planet is Uranus. <laughs> Ching! And... <laughs> I'm leaving, <laughs> fuck Bye. this. Fuck that. I'm not, I'm not here for Uranus joke. <laughs> no. No. That's the primary school. <laughs> Farewell, farewell. <laughs> I like a good pun. Come back, I'll eat your butt. <laughs> well, I oh, want to eat. Fine. I want to eat both your butts. Fine. <laughs> I'm told mine's very tasty. Oh, I believe it. Sorry, carry on. Uh, <laughs> I just want like lots of lots of of ass gasms and full body gasms. I think my record in one session was 25. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. It just didn't stop. And we're talking like like shuddering. Yeah. 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 Like. Killing over... And we lost count at 20, so I just imagine there were, like, five after that. Fucking hell. And, like, I want to do that. Did you orgasm as no, well? No, I... Normally, I have fucked before I fisted. I don't really get hard from fisting, to be honest. To me, it's just kind of a fun. Like, I laugh a lot when I'm doing it, and it's just... There's something that's just pleasant and cordial about it in a very rough way. And that's what I like. That's well described. I have yet to be in, like, in a fisting orgy that didn't just descend into just like laughter oh exactly and, and just and just stupidity uh, exactly. yeah. just and i love that i don't ever want to be able to be in a fisting orgy and just have like something stupid not being say said yeah or you know just like laughter where like you're adding more j lube and they're like just stick the bottle up my ass at this point yeah. i'm the guy in the orgy where people are like bbg just stop making jokes like you know I don't want, like, this shouldn't be serious. This is fucking ridiculous what we're doing right now. We're putting it our, it's like, an like, absurd we're putting thing. Our hands and I will be making puns. I constantly think about, like, who was the person who was like, I should just stick this entire thing up someone's asshole. I've wondered that too. <laughs> I think about that all the fucking time and no more when I'm just, like, elbow deep. And I'm just like, what butt slut was so fucking horny that they were like, but the, the, they're just punch my rectum just punch my rectum at this point best idea ever mm. though ancient greece thank you very uh, much i i have a question for you but were, were you always just both exclusively tops like before fisting ever came to the equation are you just 100 percent gold star tops uh yes i've i have only once put my finger up my butt and that's the only thing that's ever gone up my butt and it was just idle curiosity and i didn't particularly care for it i have joked about bottoming and i've joked like if i started ever to bottom uh, i would have to create like a twitter alt alt <laughs> and then they've joked that i would i would have to keep my laugh out of it because that would be the dead giveaway of who's who's bottoming <laughs> like i i made a joke video with hunger last month that people were getting pissed off at me for because they thought that I had gone versatile. <gasps> like, there were bottoms who were like, if you didn't say that this was a joke, I was going to fucking unfollow you. I'm not here for first guys. Do people feel that strongly about it? Some people really feel um, that strongly about it. For me to answer the question, when I'm in a relationship with a guy, and if he really wants it that bad, yeah. I, will, I will try. I will give it the college try. But you're not getting quality butthole like from me it's <laughs> like it's not it's not okay because not with an attitude like that i know that there are some bottoms they could just hop in the shower and it seems like they twirl around and now their butthole is like sparkly like cartoon <laughs> like they can get like 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 they could be done oh my god i wish quick. that that would with me it's like hey how about you watch the entire director's cut of the lord of the rings trilogy while i go and clean out so yeah. there was already that part to begin with. Well, I got to fish out that sandwich from, from 1995 out of my lower colon, yeah. <laughs> so I would try, but I was never good at bottoming, and it was never something I enjoyed. So it was always something I would do if the person who I was dating, if they were versatile. Most of the time, we would just then order in a bottom because they'd realize, you know what, yeah, this isn't <laughs> worth the weight. You know, th this isn't worth, like like, like the tears. You know, he's sitting there playing Sarah McLaughlin music while he's in the shower and making a scene. This isn't fucking cute. So um, in terms of ass play and fisting, it never even got to that part because I couldn't yeah. even take a dick adequately. That would be the only scenario I would probably ever bottom. But full disclosure, I've never been in a relationship, so I've never had the need to even accommodate that. So I, I suppose if I ever got in one and they were 
more versatile, I would learn, but I don't really see that on the horizon for me. If you ever do end up dating someone, just treat yourself and get a total bottom. Yeah, you know, I tend to mostly play with total bottoms. I guess, I guess the big question for um, a lot of people are going to be, um, as total tops, like, can either of you like really truly understand what a bottom is going through and empathize with them? What do you both have to say to that? What does it take to get that? Well, I think Emmett and I both do a pretty pretty good job <laughs> with our bottoms. Um, I have seen people on Twitter say that total tops are crappy tops. Yeah. And then I have ha- I've seen the comments below where someone has been like. You know, if you haven't traded um, fists with a with a bottom who is simply fisting you just so you'll fist them, you will never know what a bad fisting session feels Agreed. like. I feel like our reputations like speak for ourselves. Yeah. And the guys that we play with speak much louder for us than you know, like like, like than we ever could because of who we have played with and who we have made videos with. Even people who are like, oh, I would never let a total fisting top fist me. And then they turn around and then they're like, oh my God, Whole Wrecker's going to be in my town next week. Or, oh my God, <laughs> I'm going to be in San Diego. Yeah. I wonder if I could hook up with with, um, with, with, with Emmett Frog. So I really wonder if I would really love to see the Scruff and BBRT and Aspic profiles of these guys who are always like talking about total tops. I really want to see if the phrase, why are there only bottoms in this city is in their profile as well. Probably because of how I was trained, trained in fisting. You know, it was a bottom that trained me how to do it. Anytime that I play with somebody new, I ask them, I'm like, okay, how do you like to get fisted? Is there yeah. a certain position that's easier to get fisted on? Are you an all fours fisting bottom? Are you on your back fisting bottom? Should I put the sling up? And people are like, well, what about lube? And I'm like, okay, it's your butthole. If you have a lube that you prefer, lube. then bring that one. I have J lube. I have, I have like whatever, but it's your butthole. Yeah. So if you have a mix that you prefer, th- like, then I'll go buy that. We're all nodding furiously at this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the key there, it sounds like, is uh, you're a very accommodating person and you're going to have all types of yeah. holes. Like I used to say, I know I can fist well as a top because I'm also a bottom and that means whatever I'm giving the bottom, I also know how it feels. But lately I'm kind of more like, actually I think every hole is different and people's feelings when they bottom are yep. different and what I feel is not what another bottom's going to feel. So how can I say that I'm doing a good job? All that I can do is be accommodating and search for what he needs and even if it comes to you know what kind of lube he needs and what what movements he needs and how quick he wants to open up and all this kind of stuff so maybe that just has nothing to do with whether i also bottom or not i've seen verse fisters who are i would say less good at fist topping than i am and these are people who just you know 10 minutes before at a group like took a fist up their butt i mean i think to be a good fist top and this is true of total tops like emmett and i and verse guys it comes down to being patient, accommodating, and paying attention to body language. And I don't think you need to have experienced fisting as a bottom to be able to read body language. Like, that's just a skill set you've developed your whole life. You know, like, knowing how to read body language, knowing how to fucking ask questions yeah. and apply the feedback, yep. like, that you've been given. You know, like, it's what it takes to, um, to be a good fisting top. I think this whole notion of you can't be good if you're a total top is absolute complete bullshit. Yeah. And it's just funny how many of the people that say that online are also star fuckers. And the moment that like a total top is in town that they want, all of a sudden their rule yeah. about no hooking up with total tops goes out the window. Out the window. Mm-hmm. And I'd say like the, the testament, at least for me, like almost everybody I fisted has asked me to fist them again. I mean, they've not typically disliked the experience. And I think that's, that's all the evidence I need that I did okay. Has there ever been somebody who hasn't wanted you back or have you had any kind of failure in a set? <laughs> I was in Nashville, I think it was last summer, and I went over and gave him his first double fist. And like, if you've never had a double fist, I'm good chance I'll be your first one. And it was a great experience for him, but I just- Oh, I saw the video. This is a different guy. I didn't film this scene. Okay. And I didn't get hard afterwards and he wanted me to come in him and I just didn't get hard. And he kicked me out 
for that. Yeah, I never got the invite back for that. I think I remember you ranting about this on Twitter. Yeah, I've complained about this one. That was like <laughs> the only bad experience I've had. And I'm like, yeah, fine. And I found a really good Vietnamese restaurant around the corner. <laughs> How about you, Emmett? Have you had any, any failed sessions? Usually the failed session is because my hands are too big. Ah, yeah. And it's why I don't really like take on beginners. Yeah. Because I don't have the hands to be somebody's first fist unless you're willing to put in a lot of work and sit on like a butt plug for a year and a half, two years, chances are I'm not gonna be your first fist. So at first when I didn't know that my hands were big, I ended up discouraging a lot of guys because since they weren't able to take my fist, they were like, Oh well maybe this isn't for me anyway. Whenever I try to play with somebody who's it didn't happen. I always try to tell them like, okay, so this is how far we got. So I could name five guys who probably could fist you right now. It's just that I'm the rock biter from Never Ending Story. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I always try to tell them like, okay, here's how you could, here's how far you could have gone if you had played with like normal size hands and not like an ogre. <laughs> What is the circumference of your hands, by the way? I think like 10 inches, 10 and a half inches. Oh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, not for everyone, but yeah. Okay, so, so if you... Me and Jazz are available. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Let me think about it. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I could take your double anything. What does happen to me more is guys will see me at a fisting event, get super excited, come and say hi to me, talk to my hand, like talk to me, and then like... Talk to my hand. <laughs> they pretty much are talking to my hands because they're like, ooh, hi, Howard. Oh. oh, oh, wow, these are big. It was really nice meeting you, Emmett. Um, oh, no. <laughs> have, have a nice weekend. And they just like bolt anytime they see me for like the rest of the weekend. Like I cannot make conversation with that person after that. Aww. I like, like, it, like anytime I make eye contact, they run away. So that's what happens to me more than like people not wanting to play with me again. Do, do you feel objectified? Um, I try not to take it personally because I understand that I have big hands at MAL. I was at a fisting party and that happened to me for the first hour that I was there guys would kept doing that and after a while it just it made me feel gross it made me feel like Aww. i was disgusting like you're not like there, like there was something like wrong about like my hands but then one of my friends who has like a big like cavernous pussy he showed up to the party so then i was just like fisting him for an hour and guys were looking jacking off and and everything was all fun again but um but yeah holrecker as my fellow tiny-handed sister do you find you get like the reverse situation? I've had people like, as soon as they get sight of my hands, go like, oh my God, they're so small, I need them. Oh yeah. I, I was having drinks with this um, lovely Irish guy. And it, honestly, it was, it was, it was as, though as, I, as, as though I flopped out some kind of like 12 inch dick onto the table. It was just like, <laughs> oh my God, I have to have this. Okay, they're just my hands. But yeah, it, that was a bit of a wild experience. When I was at MAL, people would see my hands and they'd be like, oh my God, and they would grab them and feel them. And they'd, you have to go up my butt. Yeah. And I have like good hands for beginning fisters. I mean, I, odds are I'll get inside a butt, even if it's not been particularly well-trained. Um, I'll usually be able to get in. Mm -hmm. And for you, is it, I imagine this kind of objectification also kind of is something that you, you deal with sometimes. Do you, are you okay with that? Where, where guys just come up to you at like MAL and grab your hands and are like, get them in me. Yeah, it comes with the territory. I'm, I'm okay with it. Then it's to be expected, right? Like if it's at MAL or like a fisting weekend, I fully expect, mm. especially with my reputation preceding me, that you're going to be sitting there, you're going to be sizing up my hands, yeah. you're going to be seeing if my nails are, are like up to par. Like if it was in a grocery store or something, like then I would feel like the need for boundaries. Right. But like if I'm going somewhere to fist butts, it doesn't feel weird when someone's like, mm, 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 gimme. We know what we're here for. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I mean, if we were all sitting in the same room tonight, I definitely would be doing that within the first 20 mm. seconds. <laughs> no, no, the way that I would be charioting the two of you while making up with Whole Wrecker right now, it would be <laughs> amazing. It would, yeah. While we're recording the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 like you guys are asking me the questions. And then me and Jazz like making out as well, like, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. So many groans. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, what do both of you look for in a fisting bottom? A big hole. And experience. Yeah, really, like, that's it. Like, when it comes to guys that I find physically attractive, I am very much a life is a buffet kind of guy. Like, there's a lot of different types of, um, of attraction for me. You know, I find guys of all ethnicities to be attractive. I find guys of a lot of different body types to be attractive. I find trans guys attractive. When it comes to just like, if I'm going to play with someone, it really just is, okay, do I find you attractive? Which is this huge, broad thing within itself. And if they told me, yeah, I've been playing for a while, you know, yeah, I could take pretty big toys or pretty big hands. Then I'm like, okay, yeah, let's try. One thing that I don't do, and one thing that I try to speak out against every single time is, I don't compare one guy that I've played with to someone who I'm playing with now. I'm not thinking of other guys that I've played with when I'm fisting you. So I don't want you to be doing that either. Exactly. I don't want you to be like, oh, well, you've played with so-and-so, so hopefully I'm up to par. Or like, you played with so-and-so. I'm not going to even compare you nope. to how your hole did last week. Every single fisting session is different. And what you can do is not what somebody else can do. And what you can do today isn't what you could do last week or isn't what you're going to be able to do next week. So. I'm just looking to have a good time and I'm just looking for us to enjoy ourselves. There's all these guys and I feel that it's really inexperienced tops who are just watching fisting porn who are like, oh, 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 I'm going to fist you elbow deep. I'm going to get both my hands inside of you, boy. And it's like, it's not always like that. I'm, I'm just looking to have a good time with you and I want you to give me what your hole can give me, not what you feel it has to give me because of videos that you've seen. I totally... I've literally had people go, I've, 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 I've seen this Punch 93 video, I've seen this Hungry Fair video, yeah. and I want to do that. And it's like, okay, well, I don't think we've got anything to work with here because... So it's like, if that's what you want, then play with those guys. Yeah, and even then, that's not a guarantee. <laughs> yeah, like, don't sit there and tell another bottom that they need to be able to do what somebody else did. I totally agree with that. Yeah. I know for me, like, before I go and play with somebody for the first time, I don't set expectations for the session. I don't say, I'm going to double you. I won't say, I'm going to punch you, or I'm going to get up to the elbow. I set no expectations, and I don't want them to set expectations. And once we have that first session, and if we've had fun and we like each other, and we've seen what we were able to do and what we weren't able to do, and I've got an assessment of what you possibly could take, then we can start setting goals for future sessions. And we can say, well, let's, let's aim for those doubles next time, or let's aim for more aggressive punches next time. But I will never do that ahead of the first session. And I'm also aware that you know now that my Twitter kind of took off, I think I intimidate people, and they get really nervous ahead of playing with me. And... I don't want them to start building up all these expectations of how I'm going to have fun. I want to click. I want to have chemistry. I want to laugh a lot. And I can do that with a wide variety of holes. Even better if you have a tendency to spasm a lot while getting fisted, because I always laugh at that. <laughs> but I try to temper, temper the expectations. And I also try, whenever I walk into a room, I, I try to diffuse the situation and really put my bottom at ease. Um, And I sometimes will do it unwittingly, I've been told. Where I have a friend who I play with pretty regularly and he had a gas mask out on on the bed and I walked into the room and I just said, you know, if I had a gas mask, I'd fill it with tangerine peels. And, cause I love the smell of tangerine peels. And he just laughed so hard at that. He had been like building up for this scene all day and that just completely diffused it. And he was totally relaxed after that. And we just had a great time. And I think maybe the session after that, I gave him his first double fist. Putting a bottom at ease ahead of a session is, is very important and tempering expectations. I really try not to make, not to say anything that gives them an expectation yeah. or makes them think a certain thing. Like I had a friend recently who had been training coming up on two years because he wanted me to fist him. And he wanted me to be the first person to fist him. So like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, like, let's see how far you've gotten. Let's see this and this and that. I made sure that he knew going in that if he couldn't do it, that it was perfectly okay. Yeah. Especially with my fucking hands. And I honestly thought that 
it was going to be a situation where I was going to tell him, okay, this is what you need to do next. You're almost there, blah, blah, blah. And like the moment I touched his hole, I was like, oh, oh, so this guy's been putting in like effort. Yeah, effort. <laughs> that's great. You know, he, he was on all fours and it was like the biggest ass I've ever played with. And you would like this guy because he's six foot six. Oh, lovely. <laughs> so I told him to get on his back and take like a hit of poppers. Mm. And he did. And my hand got in. So I was the first person to fist him. Impressive. He's all of two people able to say that. <laughs> the first person who's ever like the first fist that I fisted was actually my husband. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> he did most of the work, but um, we, we trained and worked on it because he, he wanted he wanted me to be um, his first because I've never been somebody's first before. Was that fairly fairly early on in your fisting career or was it rather recent? Um, like, did you guys discover fisting together, or, or was it rather you were already... I think I remember the Twitter announcement. I remember it very clearly. So it was June 28th, 2019. Wow. I had been fisting already for about almost a decade. Wow. He got into it initially because of me, and he stuck with it because he's a bottom that likes things being in his butt. Always the way. Love at first sight. <laughs> like I said, if you get into a relationship, pick a total bottom, treat yourself. <laughs> Wise advice. While we're on the topic of type, or what do you look for in an FF bottom? Um, we touched just briefly on uh, a whole record, your interest or obsession or preference for massive bottoms, very tall bottoms. Tell us more. <laughs> it's an obsession. I love very tall bottoms. The visual is very amusing, I must say. <laughs> I like incongruous things, and somebody who's, you know, five foot six and 130 pounds or 128 pounds playing with a bottom who's six foot six and 100 pounds more than me is really exciting to me. And like tall boys really like will totally get out my dom side. Um, and I just like want to put a really tall sub on a leash and get them on the floor and then have my way with them. And I've always been into really tall bottoms. I don't know where it comes from. When I was younger, I did have a huge foot fetish and it may just be an extension from there because tall guys just have usually really big feet, but that's a fetish. It's still kind of there, but it's really faded as I've gotten into more, more kink. You know, if you've ever seen me like eat ass in a video, like I always put my foot or my hand on my bottom's foot and I, that still will get me hard, just that act of doing that. And so if they have massive feet, I'll get hard even faster. Are people still quite surprised that you're a total top given like your size? Because obviously there is this kind of just really, I mean, still quite outdated assumption if you're short and that you're a bottom. I don't think so. How tall are you? Uh, five, five, six. Although I'm in a clinical trial and they measured me and I think I'm actually closer to five, five, but I'm still going to say five, six. Oh, that's so I know, I got, I got knocked, literally knocked down a peg. <laughs> but no, I've... I mean, even like at bars, I don't really get hit on by other tops. I think I, I think I just have a way of carrying myself. I've had bottoms say like I walk with with a certain authority, and so I think I carry myself like I'm taller. But no, it's never really been a problem. Do you have any issues with bottoms carrying themselves with authority? No. Even for a sub, I love confidence in a sex partner. And I think you can be submissive and confident. And those are usually my favorite partners. And they're like totally like alpha personalities outside the bedroom. And they will speak their mind. Uh -huh. um, but then in the bedroom, they're very submissive. And I love that. I mean, I just like, I, I, I like incongruous things like that. And confidence is like the most attractive thing to me. The thing I hate the most when I fist is if a bottom is constantly asking if I'm enjoying it, is constantly asking if they're clean, and it's just clear they're not confident in themselves, that really, if I ever have a headspace, that takes me out of it. And I don't want to have to constantly assure a boy to keep his confidence built up. I want him to be confident in himself. Um, and if I don't come back to play, that is often the reason why. It's just, you didn't strike me as very confident. And I feel kind of like an asshole for that, because there's you know a whole lifetime of events leading up to why you may not be confident in yourself or confident in bed. Something else that I've mentioned before, especially because like with us being like online video personalities, I always tell people, I'm like, okay, you were seeing about 10 minutes of an entire play session yeah. and you're not seeing everything that happened like in, in that play session. You aren't seeing that the bottom had a rough cleanup that day and wasn't even sure if it was gonna work. Yeah. You aren't seeing that at one part, 
my hand was a little bit dirty. See, he had to do a spot clean, you know, and you're not see, you're not seeing the minute or two minutes of footage that we had to erase because like, you know, like my hand was like that dirty. Like some bottoms have this notion of, I'm the only one that's dirty ever and something's wrong with me. And it's just like, it's just like, no, like you aren't seeing the hookup that had to be canceled because the guy was in the shower for three hours and decided, okay, this isn't how I want to die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, the plumbing's not working. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. If the yeah. plumbing's not working, the plumbing's not working, and the hookup just doesn't happen, and that needs to be okay. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, 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 like mm. they need to not be given shit over that. Nope. And when it comes to like, if I like dominant bottoms or whatever, I love a dom daddy bottom. Absolutely do, and it's probably because I was trained by one. Like, he would text me, what are you doing, messages, and, he, and he's like, daddy needs a hand in his ass. You know, I like submissive bottoms, but, like, submissive doesn't mean confident or, or inconfident. Like, you need to be confident in yourself to be submissive. Yeah. It takes a lot of confidence mm -hmm. and a lot of being sure and comfortable with who you are yep. in order to actually submit to somebody. It's absolutely correct. Great. Sure. I just like bottoms. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it's like like what whatever flavor of bottom I'm being given for like this hookup, like I'm a Baskin Robbins thirty one flavors kind of guy when it comes to bottoms. Just I I just like butt. <laughs> I have a question. Do you guys notice a difference between bottoms who are versatile and bottoms who are bottom bottom like a hundred percent bottom if you get a hundred percent bottom are you always happy with them or is there anything that maybe you think maybe they're too passive sometimes or anything like that have you had any incidents like that bear in mind you're speaking to two verse guys right now so tread carefully <laughs> some of them have these god's gift to top attitude that their butt just doesn't deliver. I'm on. gonna need names, I'm sorry. <laughs> a lot of them, they just talk up how they're the absolute best and blah, blah, blah. And they have this attitude of when you get there that like, you're lucky to be here. And then you play with them and you're like, yeah, this is actually nothing to write home about. Yeah, that's happened to me. And they're, and you're usually the ones who are like, yeah, this is just the best pussy you've ever had ever. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, why would you even ask me that? Because now I either need to hurt your feelings or lie. Those are usually the ones that I block before I even put my clothes on. Right. <laughs> like, like, like I have you blocked on, on ass pig, Rieger and scruff before I'm even putting my underwear back on just because I need to make sure yeah. that you don't contact me again just because like th the hookup was terrible. Ugh. Like there was one guy that he was like, oh my God, yeah, just wait until you're gonna love my hole more than anyone else, blah, 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 blah. And I get there and it's like, there's no way that he could have been a fisting bottom. There's absolutely no way that he could have been a fisting bottom because the bitch pulled out Astroglide. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is Astroglide? Oh, it's a cheap supermarket yeah, lube here yeah. in the States. Astroglide is the McDonald's of lube. It's just, yeah. it's fucking awful. And <laughs> there have been very few times where I have walked immediately <laughs> out of a hookup before it has the chance to begin. But when I, but when I was like, okay, where's your lube? And he handed me the Astroglide. I'm like, no. And I left. <laughs> I was just, there's absolutely no way that you're a fisting bottom with Astroglide. Wow. And after talking himself up so yes, much. after gassing himself up that he was gonna be the best hole I've ever had and I wasn't gonna wanna fist anyone else but him. Oh my lord. And blah, blah, blah. And it's like, these guys are writing checks that their ass can't cash. Yeah. You go farther with those people. If somebody starts talking their, their ass up like that, I will not give them the time of day. Once upon a time, yeah, I would have, but I've learned that those people never deliver. I've gotten to the point now that, like, I just will delete the message and just not contact them after that. Yeah. Because it's like, your need mm -hmm. to constantly say that speaks a lot about your insecurity. Absolutely. I'm far more likely to play with the guy who says, I've heard that you have big hands, so I'm not sure how far we can go, but I'd love to try. I'm far more likely to go and play with that guy than I am the one who has no ass pig certifications and is acting like he's the, like God's gift to, to tops. Yeah. I think kind of what I look mm -hmm. for is, is if people like reacted like I did the first time, like I was very clear with that first fist bottom that 
I wasn't experienced and he was going to have to walk me through this. Um, and if somebody's like trying to get into this, like the first time I want that same reaction. Like I want them to tell me like, this is new. I don't know if you're going to get in. Um, but I want to try it. Like I want to go in for it. I want to do this. And I've been playing with toys. I, I look for more for, I think, humility and mm. people who have really great cunts, um, don't have to talk <laughs> them up. The cunts will speak for themselves. You've both played with some pretty legendary fisters and bottoms. Yeah. Is that same process still true? Does it still come down to the conversation you have? Or is it just like, well, this is the content you're putting out there, so clearly I want to play with you? Or without, without naming names, there's people who might have huge <coughs> followings, but you're like, you know what, I, I'm, I'm not vibing with this, so perhaps I'll pass. Like, if they've had huge followings, I don't know that I've really ever had, like, extensive conversations. It's just, hey, I'm going to be in your town or... And we just kind of arranged to meet up. Like when I played with Hunger FF the first time, you know, I went over to the hotel and we just were breaking the ice because he was nervous, which was fascinating to me because he's the legend. <laughs> he was yeah. the nervous one. He is absolutely not what people expect him to be. No, no, he is a delight. He and I laugh about this all the time because he and I are both just so awkward. It's very charming. There was like one point at, at MAL where he and I are sitting there talking and he's in full rubber, I'm in full leather. And I get this message from people who are like, people on Scarf are like, oh my God, it's two legends talking and blah, 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 blah. And we're sitting there talking about comic book characters like they were real goddamn people. <laughs> nice. I've played with some of like the like top guys and sometimes we completely just jump into it in a session. And then sometimes they're like, you know, my cleanup was rough, so I'm not really sure how this one is gonna go but let's try people don't understand that there's entire personality traits an entire history and an entire life behind yep. these people that these people that you see online yeah so you could sit there and make a play date with someone who's like one of the legends they have bad clean out days too where it doesn't happen yep and it, it seems to me like we're getting even deeper into this issue of like in in modern times of you know having massive internet personalities in the fisting mm -hmm. community and and everything associated with that, what needs to be done about that? I guess just to constantly remind people that everybody's just a human being and we're just having sex. And the best way to have sex is uh, not to blow yourself up to be bigger than you are, but just to be a human being yeah. and connect on a human being level, which it sounds like both of you do fantastically. I, I was at MAL one year and I'm just sitting there going from hotel room to hotel room, popping Cialis, downing energy drinks. Okay, because like like the guys, they switch their names on Scruff to what room they're in. Like their names on Scruff will be like twelve room 1216 and like a peach emoji. So you know that he's a bottom. So I'm just going from like floor to floor and these three guys stop me and they're like, hey, is your name Emmett? And I'm like, yeah. And one of the guys is like, Oh my god, 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 oh my god. And I'm like, no, 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 absolutely no. I was like, no. And I'm like, oh my god, you're my favorite porn star. And I'm like, I'm not one of those though. I, I'm 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 not. I'm I'm a slut with an iPhone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, Help me all. That's a fact. I'm doing this halfway for fun and then halfway to like pay off my credit card bills. <laughs> Like, I never imagined that it would get to the point where people are like, um, hey, I'm doing a podcast. Can I interview you for it? Or, hey, we're doing a, a web streaming thing. Like, would you want to sit down for it? I never imagined that I was going to do that. It, it was always kind of just a hobby for me, just posting the sex videos on Twitter. And then one day, like, my husband pulls me aside. and He's like, hey, babe, you have a lot of credit card bills. You have a lot of Twitter followers. <laughs> one of these can fix the other one. Yeah. And that's why I started my Just For Fans account. And I think once I started charging for my videos, it kind of added like this like star quality to me and kind of added this whole like legitimacy to me being what now is the equivalent of a porn star. And then you start doing videos with certain people and you start fisting the star holes and then people are starting to go crazy for you. And um, it's weird. I don't think that I have like an online persona. I don't log on and just become somebody else. You are as likely to see 
long threads from me and my friends on Twitter posting about the X-Men or Final Fantasy or whatever I'm making. Or I'm Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon, of course. Yeah. Um, as you are seeing me fist holes. So I don't really go on there and um, compartmentalize myself or try to create like this image as to like, this is what Emmett Frost is. I, I just go on there and I'm just myself. Same. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm definitely myself on, on my account. I mean, I honestly laugh as much as I do in my videos as I do in my personal life. And... You know, I, there was a video of me fisting in a sombrero. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't go get blowback from that one. But that's like, that's something I would do in the course of my day. I was at a, another job and somebody had brought me a fez back from Morocco. And then I found this like shredded cardboard thing that looked like hair. And so I put that on my head and then I put the fez on top. Uh, and then just like worked for like 15 minutes in that. So it's like my persona online, I don't think is much different than who I am. Well, that was part of the reason. I mean, there was obviously a lot of fisting tops out there to um to talk to, talk to but the reason that you, you guys were kind of top of our list is because you are both... Obviously, you both play, play with a plethora of different people. You know, it's not just the same, you know, white muscle bottoms or anything like that. You just love bottoms in any shape, shape or size. <laughs> Prior to recording this, we did put out the question on our Twitter page if anybody had any questions for a couple of exclusive fisting tops. A lot of it was what we were going to ask you anyway, but there was one question that slightly stood out for me as kind of ridiculous, but also quite interesting, which was, um, do your hands get tired in a session? No, my back, my lower back will, um, but my hands, my hands won't. My lower back will absolutely kill me sometimes um, after a session. When I see a really nice ass, my sense of self-preservation kind of goes out the window. So there are times where I have like literally thrown myself onto the ground on my knees to like eat some of the butt. <laughs> Service top. <laughs> uh, I need to get a pair of knee pads for how much I like fisting. If their hold is just too snug for my hands, sometimes my hands will hurt after a while because it's like squeezing too much. Like, but no, like I, I don't get tired. Um, it's probably because like my blood type is energy drink <laughs> that I, I don't that I don't get tired during during fisting sessions. The only time my hands ever bothered me was I think there was a day I had a, a hangnail and I had, like cooked with some jalapeno peppers <laughs> and like my pinky was like fiery for the whole session <laughs> and no amount of J Lube was cooling it off. I'm actually very curious. I have a question for Bottoms. Uh huh. If somebody has cooked with spicy food or say has eaten Ethiopian food, which they have to eat with their hands, can you notice the spicy residue on their hands in your butt? Oh, my butt can notice a chili from a mile away. It's a sensitive garden. Look, I imagine that would be a guess. <laughs> yeah. Put gloves on. Just put gloves on for that. Yeah, I don't use gloves. Actually, that's interesting. How do you feel about gloves? I won't use them. I don't enjoy fisting with gloves because I can't feel anything. Yeah. And like part of like how the butt tunnel feels around my hand is what turns me on so much. Yep. I've tried fisting with gloves. I didn't enjoy it. So it's just not something like, like it's just not something um, I'll do. I much prefer to actually be able to feel your insides. Yeah. I've only offered it once. I was gonna play with Falcon Punch and like right ahead, I got an infection in my finger. Um, and I suggested that, you know, I could still come up and as a backup, I could buy gloves and we could play it. Oh, he was okay with it, but the infection ended up clearing up just in time. And so I didn't, we didn't have to wear gloves. Um, that's the only time I've ever offered it and I don't like them. I like the, I like the feeling inside a butt. So would you ever refuse a bottom that insisted on gloves? Uh, yes. Um, I mean, if that's, if that's a limit of theirs, it's a limit I'll respect. They're just, they're not going to play with me. And it's the same with condoms. I won't mm -hmm. use, I won't use condoms. And if that's a limit, I respect that. It's just, we're not going to play. And that's, that's fine. That's, that, that's the same way I feel about it. Yeah. I've had guys hit me up on, um, on Pig or whatever. And then they're like, and then, and then they're, they're like, Hey, do you play with gloves? And I'm like, no, not really. And then they're like, well, I'd love to get fisted by you, but I only play with gloves. And I'm like, I really don't like gloves, so I won't really 
enjoy it and I won't get into no. it, so I'm sorry. And and and, I'm, and it leaves it at that. Um, a lot of people have mixed up respecting somebody's limits with you giving them their way. If you have a limit and that limit for you is a deal breaker for me, me telling you that we're not going to play is me respecting your limit yep. because I'm not trying to push you to do anything else. I'm not saying no to try to get you to coerce you to do what I want. I'm saying, you know what? Your limit makes this session something that won't work for me, so we're not going to play. Yeah, that's exactly right. Guys who love condoms are the absolute worst at this because they refuse to take no for an answer because there's a moral high ground that they feel um, using a condom is. You know, like they'll sit there and beg, oh, come on, just put on a condom. Oh, come on, just put on a condom. Oh, come on, just put on a condom. And it's like, I won't have fun having sex with you, so I'm not going to do it. And they're like, well, stop trying to force me to do something that, I, that, I, that I'm not comfortable with. And I'm like, I'm not trying to force you. I'm telling you no. There's a huge difference between, you know, respecting your limit does not mean that I'm giving you what you want. My no is still me respecting your limit. Exactly. That is exactly correct. Me going there with the intention to get you to bear back, even though I've said that I will use a condom, is disrespecting your limit and is sexual mm. assault. Yeah. Yep. If someone's limit is your deal breaker, you saying no is not disrespecting their limit. It's just you guys aren't c compatible. I want to make a bit of a, a clarification for our listeners related to this, of course. Anything you choose to do to protect yourself uh, against STIs is your personal choice and something that is in discussion with your partners. Yeah. I think you said it beautifully just now. And fisting with gloves uh, is said to reduce particularly risk of uh, hepatitis C transmission. Yeah. However, transmission itself is incredibly unlikely. It's even more unlikely than uh, HIV transmission, I believe. Um, get informed. That's the most important thing. Talk to your partners. Make sure that everything's out on the table. Get tested. You, um, Always get tested. Get tested, obviously. <laughs> if, if you regularly fist and get fisted, make sure that you're... If you can't tell your doctor that you do that, just make sure to tell them, hey, when you're pulling all of my tests, can you make sure that hep C is one of regular tests mm, yeah. and get it there so it's something that you don't even really have to actively think about but just so it's every three four or six months your doctors are checking for that you know mm -hmm. make sure your doctors know at least to be looking out for that in the same way that if you are um if you're undetectable or on prep and and, and are barebacking or just barebacking just because whatever you do and you're getting tested regularly for all the other STDs, if you're fisting, hep C needs to be on there as yep. well. I get tested for it every time I go in and my personal, my physician's assistant, she knows I'm into fisting. She's not too worried about hepatitis. I mean, she asks like, do you use needles? I'm like, no, not at all. I don't do drugs at all. And she's like, well, I don't think it's that, you know, you're not at that high of a risk. She'll test it. And if not every time, we'll at least do it like twice a year. But like everyone needs to stick with their preferred safe sex practice and really shouldn't make exceptions for other people, especially other people you don't know. And I'm never going to coerce somebody to bear back for me ever um, or to play without gloves. I'm just clear, like it's not a fit and I'm not going to play, but you stick with what you want to stick with. And if they try to make exceptions, I continue to say no. I will not let people make exceptions for me. I won't either because then eventually it then gets twisted around to you made them do it. Yeah, and it avoids the drama. Yeah, you know, like they'll contact you a week after the play session and be like, well, I wasn't really comfortable with what happened. And I was like, well, what do you mean what happened? They're like, well, I played without gloves. And I'm like, well, because you said that you would. They're like, well, I only did that so I would hook up, be able to hook up with you and blah, blah, blah. So now I'm really uncomfortable. Oh, fuck right off yeah. with that. So now I'm really uncomfortable with what happened. So now my no is a definite no. If I tell you no and you keep pushing, then you just get blocked. Yeah. And I've had guys do it for like a myriad of reasons. I've had like guys like hit me up and be like, oh, come on. Well, aren't you even interested in like seeing what it's like to get fisted? And I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, come on, like, it could be fun. Just let me try some toys with you. Block. The moment that you disrespect my no. That's your hard limit. It's... Whatever my, my hard limits are. If you are demanding gloves, if you are demanding a condom, if you are demanding Astroglide, um, <laughs> it, it, it's a no. And I say no once.
yeah, like I'm only gonna say no once, and yeah. I'm and I'm not going to coerce you. Don't fuck with this top. <laughs> I have a big. I I I, I I I have a big booty bottom mm. right here at home yeah. that that I, that we have like amazing sex with. I have like amazing play mm. partners, amazing like like re- regulars and everything. I'm not gonna let some guy who can't take no for an answer like bother me. Yeah, and it's quality over quantity, yeah. right? You don't need to have sex with everyone. You just need to have it with the right people. Yeah, that's definitely like where I where I sit now. Like this has been particularly true for me coming out of the pandemic. Is I am much more interested in the friends than the benefits now. I want to like watch movies with my sex partners now. I want to go out to bars with them and go get dinner. And so like I, I do that much more regularly than I did before the pandemic. Like this last year of isolation, like really showed me like you know it's your friends who are going to be there, not your fuck buddies. Um, so I'm really trying to like invest more in my fuck buddies and make them more of my friends. And that's been a big change. Like mm-hmm. when you can actually have like an actual friendship, like substantial friendship with people that you're also having sex with, it's like the greatest thing ever. It's the greatest thing ever. When you don't have the expectation to like fuck all the time. Like if I can just invite a bunch of people mm-hmm. over, some of them I've had sex with, some of them I haven't. And I could be like, hey, yeah, I'm gonna make dinner tonight. Do you wanna come over? It's great just to be able to like hang out with people especially like people in the fisting scene, because it's like, we all have like the silly jokes that we tell and everything. You know, like I was at one party and like this like thing of salsa kind of like exploded all over me. And I'm like, oh my God, I look like a fisting accident. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And like, like, like I was like, oh my God, you get a drop of blood in J-Lube and it looks like a murder scene. Oh my God, this is the worst. As I've been getting older, and my hormones are not that of a 20-something-year-old. Yeah. I find myself treasuring the friendships and actual connections that I can have with people even more than the sex that we're able to have. Yep. Especially with, like, the lockdown and everything. It was absolute torture to be out and about and see my friends and not being able to hug them. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was such torture seeing friends out and about doing errands and having to keep your distance from your friends. We're all a bit scarred, of course. I just have one final question for you guys. Yeah. Uh, we get inundated with questions through the podcast, particularly through our Twitter, of people wanting pretty much a how-to guide from us, a how-to-be-a-bottom, which, as we all know, I think we've touched on, like, we're all different, everyone's different, every bottom's different. But is there one piece of advice you could give to a fisting top for them to be a better top in your eyes? Give your total, complete attention to the bottom. Pay attention, watch him, watch his body language, go slow, be patient. Great fisting starts with great fingering. You know, you're massaging the butt and you're massaging the insides and treat it like a massage. You're not punching from the get-go. Body language, body language, body language, be patient listen to their moans, but also like pay attention to what the hole is doing. What's the sphincter doing? How is it relaxing? And, uh, and just slow and steady. Emmett Frost, anything to add? You need to be willing to listen to your partner. You need to be willing to communicate with them. Yes. And you need to be able to apply like, like, like um, what they're saying. When all else fails, put more lube. Make sure to carry yourself in a way that puts them at ease. You know, make sure that they are physically and mentally comfortable. Know how to take the safety aspect seriously, but you don't have to take the sexual part of what we're yeah. doing seriously. You know, like I'll I'll fist guys, and sometimes like we've experienced this where, like, they're telling you to pull out, but their hold is telling you something completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I'm like, and I'm like, one of you is lying to me. <laughs> you, know, you know, because like, cause they're like, I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. And meanwhile, like their buttholes, like feed me, see more. Right. It's ridiculous what we're doing. Yeah. If you really look at it, like our hands are in each other's buttholes. Have a lighthearted approach to it, but also just listen and communicate. Mm-hmm. Well said. Did you have anything to add? I was just gonna add, like, there is like a balance you have to walk between being aggressive and being timid, and it's really bad if you're too aggressive because you can hurt your partner. But then, if you're too timid, you can bore them. Um, there is nothing worse than a top yeah. that is too timid, and you just have to like yeah. learn to walk that balance. 
but I agree. Like you're much more likely, I mean, to bore your bottom than to hurt them, to be honest. Yo, know, I've, I've, um, I've, I've had guys constantly tell me like, well, promise you'll be gentle, promise you'll be gentle, you know, blah, blah, blah. and it's like, and it's like, I'll be gentle, but you're still going to get wrecked. I have big hands. You're, you're still going to get wrecked. I will be gentle. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to charge in there if you can't handle me being charged. But it's like, there are some guys that I can just put my hand in there, keep my hand in stationary, and they're wrecked. You know, maybe I'll flex it in a side and get like their holes to quake a little bit. But um, I, I always approach with gentleness until I've been given a reason to believe that I could actually like go wild in there, which like, I love when I can... I, I love being able to just like get aggressive and punch out and yeah. make them piss and come like, like multiple times. But like, I, I won't do that until they and their body have told me that they're ready. Yep. Beautiful. Very nice. So, <laughs> well, this was a lot of I fun. Mean, I mean, um, I, 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 it was such fun. Yeah. It has yeah. been. Such fun. So, oh my God. He said it. Yeah. Roll credits. He said the word. Well, on that note, thank you very much, guys, and happy fisting. Hope to see you guys in the near future and uh, introduce you to our talents. I would love that. <laughs> love to meet each of you. Would be a dream come true. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, gee. Have a good day, guys. Yep, have a good day. You thank too. You. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.